Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? What the fuck's going on? That's our intro, bitch. Holy shit. Yeah, we're just doing air horn. We're not doing the Drinking Bros intro. We're not doing any of that shit. We're just here. Just a lot of air horn. Air horning like a motherfucker. I didn't uh, I didn't even put my fucking... You gotta hit the button again, Georgia. It's too long. Woos? Yeah. We going woos, too? No, it's sheesh. We're sheesh. trying to connect sheesh. to the... Uh, yeah, yeah the we're youth. all Gen Z. All these players, they're not even fucking Gen Z anymore, are they? Are they like barely Gen Z? They're about to be the next one. What is after that? I don't, I don't care. Zoomer? No, Zoomer is Gen Z. No, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't care. Welcome to the newest show... On the Drinking Bros Network, Drinking Bros Sports Network, outside the top 25. What does that mean? It's college football. We're talking about all... We are contractually obligated not to talk about anybody who is relevant. That's what it means. Not even remotely relevant. Z-O-U, Tyler Swank in here. So we're going to talk about teams like Mizzou. And UCF. And BT Bates' precious Arkansas. We're going to talk about all the teams you won't fucking see in the top 25 even though I think both of us are predicting at least two out of the three of those teams I just mentioned might sniff the top 25. UCF and Mizzou might sniff it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be a homer, but, but fucking, it'll, be, it'll be kind of a relief to you guys if they do make the top 25, because then we can't talk about fucking them. fucking blow ourselves, yeah. yeah. But we're fucking here, man. We're fucking here. Outside the top 25 is live. This is probably the show I've been the most excited about all year. We came up with this idea with Ross and Dan a couple months ago, I think. Yeah, because we used to host multiple college football shows yes several yeah and now we're fucking here Our last being unofficial visit pour one out it was us and our co-host on softcore history jake goldman yes we were doing that together we'll probably have jake on at some point most likely yeah, yeah. once, once, uh, the fl- once, and the once emory jones blows it yeah and florida falls out yeah once the gators drop out of the top 25 i actually really wanted to pick them for a team to drop out but their schedule is just so weak like, I don't see them losing five games. Jacob Nickel, no. We probably won't be talking about Iowa because yeah. Iowa's actually pretty good this year. Well, I, I don't know about that. I think I have them. I think I did pick them to fall out. But yeah, really? this is outside the top 25. We're talking about all the fucking teams that aren't ever talked about. We're talking about middle of the pack ACC. We're talking about fucking Fun Belt. We're talking about my fucking Roadrunners, okay? UTSA, stand up. I'm talking about. The Boston College Golden Goddamn Eagles. Great offensive line this year. Who we both love this yeah. year. I love, I do. Yeah. I actually love Boston College this year. We're talking about, yeah, we're talking about ECU, Nico, the Greek. We're talking about everything. This is essentially, I don't know. This is, this is probably, if you root, if you like college football, your team is probably not going to be discussed in the main show, which Ross and Dan will do. No, not a chance. It's going to be discussed here. I mean, nowhere else you're going to find us. Like a sports show talking about Holton Ailers, yeah, from ECU, a fat quarterback. Love me a fat quarterback. We have a new, uh, a new uh, Pillsbury throw boy. Yeah, we do. Oh, well, fuck. he's been around. This is his third year now for yeah. the Pirates. But he, I mean, he's a still problem. Though, just sometimes. a new Pillsbury throw boy, like yeah. a fat guy. I like Mizzou's kicker's a fat guy. We like to call him our thicker. I forget, uh, I forget Rusty his Barnett name. just threw five dollars. Rusty, we got a lot Ole of Ole Miss? Miss. Yeah, we got plenty of Ole we Miss. We got a lot of Ole Miss talk today. In fact, we both think that Ole Miss might not be long for this show. Um, that's not true. I think so. All right, well, let's just get into it. Let's just get not into our once fucking they hit show. conference let's, play. Let's Oof. stop. Let's stop fucking beating ourselves off and start talking about the, no. Start, just let's just keep promoting the show okay. that's going to happen. Hi, eventually. Give me that air horn again. Give me the high horn again. Give it to us. 
Thank you, Papa G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look handsome today. Can I get the horn? We got the woo. Yeah. The Ric Flair. Everything. Just hit all the buttons. This, this isn't a show. This is that, just... That's American Party. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing... Yeah, there's nothing happening here. The first 20... It's like American Party. Yeah, the first 20 minutes will be nothing. Should I start hitting on you? Yeah, why not? I'm just kidding. Actually, no, I'm going to... We know that uh, I have a, a long-standing rivalry with your child. That yeah, my baby is... Do you, I'm actually really angry at my wife. I can tie this into college football, too. Um, so she's getting induced on the first uh, in the middle of the night, which means the baby will be out, hopefully on the first, um, and hopefully alive. And um, she sent me a text the other day, and she was like, oh, my gosh, he'll be here for the first Mizzou game of the year. And... Um, I and then she wrote immediately after that and ruined that by saying, "But I don't think I'll have it in me to make tailgate snacks for the game." And I was like, "I, I hearted the first one. I gave a little heart for the first one." Did you go thumbs down? I went thumbs down for the second one. Okay. I disapproved of that statement, and I I would still like her to make me like some I don't know some wings or something. Five dollars for the crowning from Elon G. Uh, I've also decided to turn course on uh, my relationship with your child. I'm going to uh, raise the child as my own uh, because I know he will not have a proper father. Oh, wow. That's all right. Yeah. So you're going to try to steal my child? No, no I'm not going to steal him straight up, but I will be like that uncle that just kind of hangs around and will like kind of cuck you from being a father. Are you the, saying you're going to buy his child a prostitute to lose its virginity? Uh, when my, his child my, is at the right age of nine, yes. You take my boy to a cat house? When he's nine, yeah. Okay. That's fine, I guess. I'm just going to be annoyed when I'm like, hey, do you want to go to the park? And he's like, nah. I'll show, I'll show nah. him how to shoot a compound bow. I don't think you know how to do we'll that. We'll start to lift weights I don't think you together. Do that in well, I know you're going to, yeah, the, lift, the weightlifting part might be. I don't trust you to have the energy to come out to Dripping Springs, though. So I think this plan is going to fail. Yeah, but you have to build your home. That's, that's, a, that's a year. It's a year he's process. Not gonna be, you're, not, you're not even going to imprint on him. In the, are you just going to try to imprint on him really hard in the first year? If he's not walking by, you know, six weeks. Okay. I don't necessarily, though, uh, trust you. Like, you're, you don't have impressive calves. I'm not really. It's like, actually the least impressive thing Yeah, like, you got a good butt, but everything below the butt That's is, not true. I have good quads you good quads great quads okay well terrible terrible calves i'm good i'm good all all the way up to johnny drama calves i'm waist up is my problem might get implants that's for a future all right future decision uh maybe kylie might be i don't know we'll see but let's get into uh, some college football, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's talk college let's football. I mean, we can still talk. It. You could still say like you're gonna like cuck me with my ba- my own baby throughout it. But we'll let's start getting right. into the content, right? Because right. obviously, well, all right. First off, uh, will you let your child play football? Uh, I'm fine with it. My wife is kind of like sketched out by it. I, I'll tell you this much: like I'm not. I'm going to be not very useful in teaching him football. Wrong answer. He's getting into MMA as a child. Ugh gross no he'll do karate and hate it <laughs> he's not doing karate he'll do karate and hate don't it put him yeah but i'll let him i don't mind him karate. playing football certainly because like they play flag football until they're like fucking 10 anyway now so i, don't, I really? definitely don't care about that damn does that mean our whole generation is just kind of fucked up from playing tackle football since four yeah i've never played tackle football but i used life, to have so. to make weight that that was the most oh, fucked up thing yep because i was a on. fucking fat child so you're too fat. For the oh, yeah, yeah. Did you get I, upgraded to the the older kids? When like I was put fatty um, with the eighth graders, dude, I, it was the worst. I was like eighth or nine, eight or nine, and I remember having to make a hundred pound uh, 
fucking peewee. And I, so it you was, had to cut weight. I always had to cut weight. It was always, <laughs> it was brutal. <laughs> just an eight year old like fingering your throat to try and make the game that week. <laughs> I was, I was a massive child. <laughs> so, I mean, I went from uh, playing peewee, kind of pop Warner, making weight to, uh, once you get, you get to fifth grade, that's when there was no weight limits for Catholic school. Okay. So I went from uh, a lineman to a running back. All right. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Like a, like that, well, I always forget the, Fullback, uh, the, that right. Ram. Oh, okay. So you were like a Mike Allstott, like a doughy yeah, yeah. Mike Allstott. I, I would always rock the, uh, the neck pad, a little ring that went around my neck. Yeah. And I, I would wear the an Allstott collar, jersey right? to, to practice. Okay. Yeah. So you were just a, a beast hero. of burden for your team. I grew before a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I was about, I was about six. I was about the same size as I am now. I know now. your type. Because yeah. you're not that tall or anything, but you were probably like the tallest kid in sixth grade. I hit my athletic peak in sixth grade, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Like, the, I know like the kids who were like shaving in like seventh grade and yeah, shit like that. that was me. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just stopped. But at least you lost a dough. All right, let's get into this fucking shit. Biggest storylines outside the top 25. Our biggest storylines of the year for teams currently outside the top 25. We don't... Not all these teams might remain outside the top 25. But just moving forward, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you no got prediction. up first? I, you I, honestly, I think both these teams are going to remain outside the top 25. Yes. Uh, Harbaugh, Scott Frost, trying to win back their alma maters. Uh, I don't think Michigan at any point should punt on Harbaugh. I really don't necessarily. You I don't, don't think know they're what's better going on than Michigan. Harbaugh? I, what? You don't think they're better than Harbaugh? Who, who else are they going to get? I, I tend to agree with that, yeah. Like, are you going to do yeah. better? And honestly, like, they got unlucky for most of it. Like, get, they need to give Harbaugh time and let Ryan Day get his full roster of people in and then see where it's at. Because, no, Jim Harbaugh is not and never will be as good of a college coach as Urban Meyer. So I don't know why Harbaugh going O for whatever against Meyer and then the remnants of Urban Meyer teams is that big of a deal. I honestly, like, Michigan... Just let them go. Like, Texas can survive, like, five bad coaches in a row. Let Michigan just go a little longer, see what they do. They don't recruit that badly, I don't think. Like, so I, I don't think, I, even though Michigan's, like, annoyed with Harbaugh, I don't think he's going anywhere, and I don't think they should send him anywhere. Nebraska, on the other hand. Already in hot water. Already in hot Nebraska, I don't know if they should give up on Scott Frost, but I'll just say this. They need to give up on what they think they are. The idea of the return of the 90s? Yes. That's what they need to give up on. Yeah. Not Scott Frost. They need to give up on Scott Frost, the player. Is <laughs> what they need to give up on. Although Scott Frost is not exactly, like, it's not their style of play they want back, right? Why would, honestly, fuck it. Go, go with that. Go with that style. The only problem is, is that in football, uh, well, basketball has this problem, too, because we talk about this on our basketball show, college basketball show all the time, where weird styles wins a lot against teams you don't see very often, but it has diminishing returns every year in your conference because they see you all the time. For sure. But like Scott Frost, like, you know, that Oregon offense he brought to UCF, worked in Orlando because we had Florida speed. Right. A little harder to get kids to come to Lincoln. Yeah, because what is where do they recruit? Like they don't skill get, players. They don't I, even get Texas kids. No, <laughs> no anymore. They, they used to be able to at least get Texas kids when they're in the Big Twelve. I don't even. What what are the states that Nebraska recruits? I don't know. I don't Ohio. Fucking know. Yeah, Ohio would be the main one, but they're not even in the same fucking division as Ohio State. So like, they don't get to play them every year. 
So it's not like a guarantee. You getting a California kid to come to fucking Corn City? Yeah, no, you don't want that shit. I, they're, Nebraska doesn't need to give up on Scott Frost. They just need to give up on themselves. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like accept your mediocrity. Like I know the, the West is a much weaker division in the Big Ten. And like it's an it's a extremely winnable division every year. Every year. But you're always going to be a lamb to slaughter against Ohio State in the conference championship game. Yeah. Like that's your peak. That's your that is the that is the ceiling. It's like it's like if Alabama played alone in, in a conference, basically, is where we're at with that right now. And maybe I I'm not totally sold that Michigan can't get back on track with Harbaugh. I re- they got really close in the early years with Harbaugh. Now they're just kind of in a lull. I, I like that. I, I will say this. Man, I feel bad for both those schools because it's brutal to watch an alma mater coach crash and burn as a fan, and I've done it twice this decade with Barry Odom in football and uh, Kim Anderson in basketball. And you want not to hate them so bad, and you want to be like, oh, but they're one of us. But you really, somehow it makes you hate them more. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, you know, Dante Culpepper hasn't gotten the starting gig at UCF yet. <laughs> so I, I'm not I'm on Where is Culpepper coaching? Not coaching. I think he's just chilling. I don't know if he's a coach somewhere. I don't think so. All right. Maybe high school. It's a good question. I could have sworn he was fucking coaching somewhere, but maybe, maybe he's not. I don't, whatever. I don't really care. Hey, but I mean, Cade McNamara just got that uh, cryptocurrency deal. With the uh, NIL. Tight. So, uh, you know, Michigan at least makes, you know, they have a smarter quarterback. I'm excited to see how many of these kids get poorer because of NILs. <laughs> well, they're Michigan men. <laughs> like, they just Two get conned three. into pyramid schemes, and they lose money on their NIL. What do you, I mean, what do you, do you think either of those, either of them should punt on their coach? Um, no. I, I mean, you can't really punt on scott frost yet right like he hasn't even gotten a full this is his fourth year actually not his third year so he's got his guys he's got his guys he's had adrian martinez for three years yeah but i mean he's got his he's got his recruits it's his his roster now which and we'll we'll touch on it um later on the podcast when we actually get into the games can't really have your lead in rusher be your quarterback usually not a recipe for typically unless it's like lamar jackson or teddy bridgewater or something right but you need you need a running back which they they do have they got um, scott frost perhaps but they're against some transfers uh was it a kid from usc transferred in um so they they finally that is a little bit of a running back that is the one place and because transfers so transferring so easy now honestly like Nebraska, they should be transfer you. Yeah, like they're not going to get that many. And maybe once they build themselves up with transfer you, at like once they build themselves up with transfers, they'll be able to get more of the blue chip ta- talent again uh, as yeah, freshmen Marquise or whatever. Strap. But like USC. right now, like they need another strategy because yeah, they're not going to pull these Texas, Southeast, even Ohio kids. Maybe certainly not California. So what Spivitel's doing right now in T State? Just get he's like punting on recruiting altogether and just going all transfers. Like yeah. he gave out zero scholarships this year to freshmen. Yeah. Um, maybe, yeah. Maybe if you're in the Midwest, you have like Nebraska still has that name recognition where you could be like, hey, you can come play for us. It's D1. You'll D1. be on you'll be on massive TV every week. You get some of these kids that were like four or five stars coming out of high school, but you know, for whatever reason they didn't work out wherever they go. Yeah. And you'd be like, come to Nebraska. Come on in. I will say for college basketball. Honestly, there's probably like, I would say like 
I would almost prefer my uh, my teams I root for to just like take a bunch of transfers, especially from mid majors, like upperclassmen transfers, unless it's like a blue chip recruit. And I think football will be get kind of the same way at some point, where like a junior tran- a junior a JUCO transfer or a uh, a G five transfer is more valuable. Who's a junior or a senior is more valuable than a. Uh, than like a, a three and a half star freshman or something like that. I will say though, I don't think Scott Frost deserves to be fired this year uh, or even next year um, if they don't like necessarily turn around. They have to. Real you fast. have to be so fucking bad. But, but they want, they're trying to fire him. Yeah, he's he's going through it right now. Um, little out, some allegations being tossed around. He's well, little... let's clarify because when you say allegations, that's a wide spectrum of things. It's not like trevor bauer allegations it's it's like the weakest ass allegations right about it's like fucking you're practicing like when you're not supposed things. to yeah. yeah yeah so it's like he's they're they're just kind of dinging him with like little shit and it's not like a huge deal but like they'll, they'll find a reason if they want to to push him out they will because nebraska can't let go it's very similar to tennessee except i still think te- except tennessee is more and uh, is more realistic like they're more they i i would be i think tennessee could still be a powerhouse again even though i don't think they will nebraska has no chance like they just need to let go and get it and and get comfortable in the middle class yeah be comfortable with that mike riley nine win season that bo pelini always wins eight nine games yeah I think it's reasonable. That's where you live. I think it's reasonable for schools like Michigan, Texas, and Tennessee to be like, fuck that. We should be back at the 10, 11 win every year threshold. I think it's reasonable for those schools to say that. It is not reasonable anymore for Nebraska to think that way. Ivan Huerta asks uh, Any chance anyone playing in week zero makes a playoff now? No. Absolutely not. Uh, unless Absolutely you really not. believe in Chip Kelly, which you should not. No. If Illinois makes the college football playoff, I will post my dogs <laughs> licking peanut butter off of my genitals. You think Bert's going to have them fucking winning more than five games this year? To Giorgio's OnlyFans, if Illinois makes the playoff. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's such a weak fucking thing to throw out because like, there's no chance. I know there's no chance. There's no possibility. That's what I'm saying. Why that's, are you I'm, I'm risk bestiality? Yeah, what? You, I yeah, mean, well, 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 I there's zero threat, Giorgio. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not happening. No week zero things are making the fuck less. Uh, next up, Chip is Chip Kelly getting things going at UCLA, and uh, how do you how do you feel about the the lane train in Oxford? I do think Chip's turning around, but no, like he has no chance at the playoff this year. Like, well, no, no, there's no chance at the playoff. I think ceiling for UCLA this year maybe seven wins, seven eight wins. That's a good season. It's a good season for Pac-12. I think they start out four and zero. And then kind of piddle through the rest of the season. They start out four zero. They beat LSU, and people get excited. Uh, and they beat, oh, you're calling your shot right now? Yeah, I think they beat LSU. Hmm. Okay, because I, I have no faith in LSU. Defense is a little better. Uh, you have uh, DTR returning under center. He's kind of up and down. He's kind of been inconsistent. Chip's not really been super supportive his entire career. Uh, but I mean, the, I think UCLA. Again, they're going to live in that like middle of the Pac-12. Pac-12 is going to beat up on each other like they always do, and they'll be like, <laughs> is, that a a way, "Is that really the way to put it?" 
There was be, a time beat up on each other. There was a time when the Pac-12 was all just solid teams that would just fuck each other up and eat each other alive. Yeah, and like you could like they they were good teams. They were solid teams. Now not so much. It's a little top heavy. Oregon's gonna be great. USC's gonna be great. But we can't talk about those kind of teams right now. No. No. no, not yet. Although, what did you say? Who are the two? USC and Oregon? Yeah. I think we might be talking about one of them at some point. Maybe Utah. Is Utah ranked right now? Utah's ranked. Yeah, we, we might be talking about Utah. But Utah will be a problem all year. Like, even if they drop out, because they're 24 right now. Even Utah's if they, always a problem. Even if they drop out, they'll be fucking annoying. But no, I think, I think UCLA, because they have the 10th ranked offense in the country, according to SP+. I think they beat Hawaii. I think they beat LSU. Then they easily handle Fresno. Then they win at Stanford, and it's like a road win, so people get excited. Then, boom, they have a, a really fun showdown with ASU. People get hyped about the Pac-12 maybe being back and doing stuff. Uh, that game probably ends up being a decent game, too, but they lose, and then they piddle through the rest of the season. They get Washington, Oregon, and Utah in a row, which is a pretty brutal stretch, and then they play at USC. Like They're going to end the season. Uh, yeah, I think seven wins sounds right for them maybe eight but we're gonna get excited about ucla early they'll probably be pretty high flying i think they're gonna look good against lsu like lsu's defense was absolute dog shit last year and i know they always have the talent and that was just probably more of a scheme situation like a coaching situation but i don't i don't know i think i think they beat lsu even even though it's in uh death valley or whatever no it's at the rose bowl right or is it uh oh no it is versus lsu you're right yeah. It's either at the Rose Bowl or it's like a neutral site game. It's at the Rose Bowl. Okay. I uh I am wrong. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I think they be I would think they win that game. Um and we get a little excited about UCLA, but then they piddle out. Yeah, Arizona State, the catch at home still. The catch the catch Oregon at home. Got to go to Washington, that'll be a weird game. They got to go to Utah. I'll uh, even I'll even grant that I actually could see them beating Arizona State, and then we get really, yeah I don't think Arizona State's very good. I, we get really excited. I think about, we'll be talking about Arizona State yeah. soon. So I mean, U, UCLA could go one, two, three, four, five. They could go six and zero oh going into that Washington game, and then we're really fucking like, oh, the Pac-12 is back. Then they lose two of their next three, and then they lose to USC, and then we're like, well, who cares? But. Maybe it's the type of thing where it's like, well, next year. I mean, that, that will save Chip, Chip Kelly's job. The hype at the beginning, that, that a 6-0 start. I don't think Chip's in danger. I, I don't think he is job. either, but I think it'll cement him. Like, it, he won't be on a hot seat if yeah. he does that at all. But if he, if he stumbles out of the gate, if he loses LSU and Arizona State, then things are getting a little worrisome. <laughs> or he just trips up week zero against Hawaii. I mean, then Todd Graham just fucking... Yeah. Runs the ball down their throat somehow. Then, then there's Hawaii. Just goes full. <laughs> I would enjoy old watching. school Todd Graham. I would enjoy watching that. That would be fucking funny to me. But I, I see UCLA having a hot start to the season, and then kind of 500 ball the rest of the way. I can see that. No. Again, I think they're still in six or seven. Se- seven, seven, eight wins. Seven, eight wins. I, their best case scenario. Two, three, four, five, six. Because I think they might catch a, a, an L to Fresno. They're not losing to fucking Fresno. I'm a little high on Fresno this year. Yeah, well, that's weird and fucking dumb. Steven <laughs> Abbas. The Valley. I don't know why you would like that at all. Why? Their best case scenario. Fresno went 3-3 three and three last year, and I don't think they were able to practice before they played. All right. They went like from March to September without 
like being able to meet as a team. You know what? We all have those problems <laughs> they, last year. Like, all right. They just showed up to game one. We're like, I guess we'll play. You're Thanks to California every COVID balls. Drinking bros. What's that? You're describing every episode of Drinking Bros. Yeah. Fresno State just looks pretty bad all around. I think they're ranked like 80th in S&P Plus or something like that. I, I, yeah, they're, they're beating it. They're beating them. Yeah, UCLA actually, last year, I'm I'll sorry. say this. UCLA, their best case scenario, their tippy-toppy peak is they win 10 games, including a bowl. Mm-hmm. That, and it's not out of the question, but it's a long shot. I give them like a 20% chance of that. Ole Miss, on the other hand. Lane train. I Choo-choo. Dude. They'll be exciting. They'll be fun. They'll score a lot of points. They're not going to win a lot of games. I kind of think they're a sleeping giant. Why? Because uh, they have a pretty soft schedule. They catch Tennessee and Vanderbilt cross division, I think. Uh, or is no Vandy's their main the Vandy's their cross division yeah. rival open up with uh, Louisville Louisville which is a win that's a dub then they uh, Austin P two and O they're gonna beat Tulane I don't care about your weird Tulane obsession three and O green wave yeah you don't you don't just let the green wave come into Oxford and think you're gonna roll over I, I don't know what to tell you okay they yeah so their one cross division that they catch is Tennessee who they're I, who I think they're gonna beat well they gotta go to Bama they're going to lose to Bama. However, Got I think Arkansas that, coming in. I think that Arkansas Bama game. Tough. That Bama game is going to be more interesting than you think. They gave Bama a game last year. It's Bama just, could not stop them last year. That w- that's not happening again. I'm sorry. I think it is. You think it's just Lane has Saban's number? I kind of think he knows what Saban's doing. And Alabama lost all their coordinators. They lost a ton of coaches. This is exactly what happened to Alabama. I guess they still made the national championship game, but it was the year they got murdered by fucking Clemson. I, 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 I don't like Alabama to cover in that game, and I love the over in that game. Mississippi's going to lose to Liberty. They sure aren't, although I do like Liberty. <laughs> I actually, I think I wrote in my notes here, here's what's going to happen. They're going to threaten to win 10 games. They're going to get real close, if not win 10 games. They're either going to beat Bama or A&M, but they're going to lose a dumb game to, like, Auburn, and then Liberty's going to play them tight. Like, Liberty's going to make them look weak because Liberty's going to play them real fucking tough. I got them, I got them down for eight and four. Eight and four? So we'll be talking about them all year. We, no, man, I think they're actually going to be in the top 20. They're going to be in and out all year. We're not going to be able to talk about them in consecutive weeks very often. Okay. But they will be showing up. Yeah, yeah, they'll be yeah. back on the show. But I mean, what? They're going to start 3-0. They'll probably lose to Bama. But then they're what? 4-1, 5-1. I think they beat LSU 6-1. You're high on Corral. Yeah. Plum- I- Plumlee's playing slot now? Yeah. Or something? Yeah, no, I love, <laughs> I love their offense. I fucking love their offense. I, I don't think they lose another game after Alabama until A&M. So they're going to go a month and a week. Without losing a game. Uh, I think that Arkansas game's tough. That Arkansas game is not tough. They're, it's, at, it's at Ole Miss. They're going to beat Arkansas. I think Arkansas is overrated as fuck. They're going to beat Arkansas. They're going to beat Tennessee. They could lose to Auburn, or they could lose to LSU. And even though I don't like LSU. And Liberty. I don't, they're not going to lose to Liberty. Liberty's going to give them a game. They're, Liberty is going to give them a game. I would not bet... I, I would bet the over on that game. I would not, again, I would not bet, LS, uh, bet Ole Miss to cover. They're going, I think they might beat AM. I think they might fuck up AM's season. 
That's a trap game for AM. At Ole Miss. I'm high on AM, so. Cold, cold game. Yeah. I've been to an Ole Miss game in November. It's fucking cold. Do you want somebody that's like kind of a long shot for the national championship? 37 to 1 for AM. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. For the team you're getting. Oregon, too. But again, and that, I will say, Mississippi State, the Mississippi State game at the end of the year, the Egg Bowl is a toss up. I don't. It doesn't matter, yeah. It's 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 just how the game always goes. Yeah, like yeah. I, they they're not guaranteed to do anything. It's at Mississippi State, so that could be a problem. But I think including a including a bowl game, they end the season with ten wins. Like I I really see them as a double digit win team. Okay, and I think they pull a massive upset this year. Next biggest story, I definitely wrote this. Uh, Mackenzie Milton possibly winning the starting quarterback job at Florida State over Jordan Travis. Why wouldn't he win it? Uh, well, you know Norvell's keeping it close to the vest. Yeah. First game against Notre Dame. Gotta, Fair enough. Got to prepare for two different gotta, styles. Yeah, got to prep for everyone. Also, like, just the fact that he would get on the field again after his leg almost was amputated. It was in Alex Smith's situation. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was real bad. Good for him. I didn't even have anything to say about this. Hooray for Mackenzie Milton, I guess. Florida if, State's not going to be good. Okay, but, like, say Mackenzie Milton's, like, 80% of what he was at UCF. Okay. What but, does that make Florida State? Let's Medi- say, what if, they, what if they come out, Mackenzie Milton just torches Notre Dame, Florida State just pulls the, uh, the Texas versus Notre Dame a few years back, it's just like, is Florida State back? Yeah, I could see that. I could for sure see that, because Notre Dame, I don't know that Notre Dame is going to drop out of the top 25 this year, but they're overranked. Yeah, I, th- I, I like the Notre Dame team, that the, they got uh, Cohen coming in from Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, got a stable running backs. Good fucking receivers. Defense should be good. Yeah, they're Notre Dame. They're always going to be an elite team, but they always also play a hard schedule. And Brian Kelly's a good coach. He is. He is a genuinely good coach. He just can't. He almost. They're, the, Notre Dame is like Nebraska on steroids, right? Mm-hmm. Like they have to let go of ever being an Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State type team, right? They're never going to be that. But they're still a playoff contender to make the playoff. They're every also a year. national brand. They are a national. They have also, their own. NBC just dedicates their entire network to Notre Dame. Games. I mean, dude, Nebraska was a national brand back in the day too. Yeah, but they didn't get people that never stepped foot in their state getting tattoos of their logo. That's, all on I'm their saying body. is Notre Dame needs to accept that they're not the one percent anymore. They're just upper middle class. Yeah. Like they're staying at the nicest hotel on the island. They don't own a. They don't own a house on the island. Do you watch uh, Succession at all? I don't. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was going to say he, they're Greg the Egg. Sure. Where they're, they're, they're part of the family, but they're, the, they're, they're only making like $5 million. Yeah. Yes. In like a fucking Trump esque family. <laughs> Which is poor to yes. them. Yes. Uh, I could see them winning a lot of games, though. I mean, okay, they could beat Notre Dame week one. I'm not saying they will, but it's no, no, possible. No. I, I, I don't have super high expectations for Florida State. I'm just saying, what if? They have a cake-ass schedule after Notre Dame until North Carolina, though. I mean, they're going to be one, two, three, four. They're going to be four and one going into UNC, and they're going to be six and two or five and two going into Clemson, and then uh, who knows the rest of the way? Because I mean, N- NC State, Miami, BC, and Florida are, are not. They're probably going to win one of those games. I think it's a successful season if McKenzie ends uh, the year with two legs. I agree. I agree. I don't want to see McKenzie Milton. Wearing a uh, a blade, the blade foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. want. I don't want to see that. And happen. then shoot his girlfriend. Yeah, don't need that. He probably won't do that. 
I don't think he'll do that. Anyway. I don't think so. Doesn't seem like the type. Uh, next up, we got PJ Fleck, Tanner Morgan. Can they relive that 2019 Minnesota run? No. Opening up the season against uh, the Ohio State. Some people in this office like Ohio State to win the national championship. I do not. But we're both on Georgia, although I'm talking myself into Ohio State more and more. That doesn't matter. We're talking about Minnesota Golden Gophers right now. This is outside the top 25. You get out of here, you Ohio State alum. You're not welcome to this podcast. This is outside the top 25. Hope hope you never get mentioned on this podcast. Uh, I bet Ohio State to cover 13 and a half on that game. I don't believe in Minnesota. Fuck Minnesota. Minnesota fans are actually annoying. People don't realize this. Minnesota fans have a very odd um, pride about them that is almost Nebraska Tennessee esque, but older because they, they won have, a couple natties in like the fifties. And something. they have Tony Robbins as their coach. What PJ? Yeah, he's just like Mister Motivational. Yes. Yeah, that's fucking annoying. He's like walk on the coals. I remember when Missouri played. Uh, uh, um, Minnesota in a in the Citrus Bowl in 2014 and both teams were ranked like top 20 but not top 10 and we beat them we were ranked higher and we beat them we were the favorite in that game and the amount of Minnesota this is when I was working at TFM too so like I had a ton of college kids following me and the amount of like Minnesota fans were blowing me up about how they're like embarrassed about that loss and all that shit and I was like you're Minnesota I do love, Missouri. I love all the trophies they play for, especially in the Big Ten. Where they it's do just have like, a lot of trophies. It's fucking Paul Bunyan's axe and yeah. like uh, some fucking giant jug. They just have a trophy for every game. I don't oh, understand hell. it. It is weird. So they're going to lose to Ohio State. Here's actually what's, gonna, what's weird, what's going to happen. They're going to lose to Ohio State. They might, Minnesota might rip off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They might, they're going to lose to Ohio State. They're, they might win six to seven of their next eight games. They could drop a road game at Purdue. That's always scary. And they play at Northwestern, who has an elite defense. That's, so that's a little scary, too. But their last three games, I don't know if they're going to win any of them. I know you don't like Indiana, but mm. they close with, at Iowa, at Indiana, and Wisconsin at home. They're losing to Wisconsin. They're losing to Iowa. No, I agree with that. Yeah. Is that uh, uh, in Iowa City? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They'll lose to Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Minnesota, yeah. But honestly, I think, I think they lose to Ohio State. I, I have no confidence in Minnesota. I think they lose to Ohio State. I think they lose at Purdue. I think, I think, they, pro- I think they might lose at Northwestern. They're at least going to be in a hard What time is that game at? It's not it, determined It's not yet. determined yet, but yeah. it's an 11 a.m. kickoff. A little sleepy game in uh, Evanston or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, Northwestern's a sleepy team, though. They don't care about 11 a.m. kickoffs. That's what I'm saying. Like oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You don't go into Northwestern at 11 a.m. on a Saturday and walk away with the W. No, you Never don't. happens. Ask Wisconsin. I think, I think uh, you can pencil in Minnesota for four losses, bare minimum. Okay. Up to six. I could see them fucking up a game against, like, honestly, Illinois or Nebraska, even. Little uh, Mountain West talk. Shouts to Nick for this next topic. Can Nevada or San Jose State, who are the champions of the Mountain West last year, challenge Boise for the Mountain West again this year? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I would say, like, Boise has a brutal schedule, but it's not really Mountain West related. Mountain West kind of low-key good this year. It is. I, so Boise catches your boys week one. They're taking the loss, yeah. And then they catch 
Oklahoma State week three, and BYU week five. I'll tell you this. If Boise State beats UCF and beats Oklahoma State, give me, give me them for the Mountain West. They got talent. Bachmeyer's back. Isn't dealing with COVID. Because right. if, if, if Boise State beats those two teams, then they get BYU week five. BYU's bad this year. They're not good. It doesn't matter. It's still a, a name brand. And then they get San Diego State last week, who will be a formal team. What I'm saying is if, if Boise State beats UCF and Oklahoma State, they're playing for a New Year's Six Bowl. So they're not fucking around in any game. Oh, no, I don't think they're beating Nevada, is what I'm saying. I think Nevada's better. I also, really? I also think San Jose State's better. All right. Boise uh, does not play San Jose State. They will in the championship game. Championship game, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. But no, Nevada, Carson Strong's back. Probably the best quarterback, I think, in the conference. I feel like you're a Boise State expert this year just because you guys are catching them week one. Uh-huh. So you've looked I've been deeply- high on Bachmeyer since uh, I remember... I. The game against Florida State two years ago vividly because I bet on Boise hard. And they went into Tallahassee and kicked their fucking ass. Boise did. Boise Actually, did, wasn't yeah. it a comeback? They, no, they no, 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 Florida State came back. They, were, oh, they went State in and back. just, but they still Boise okay, hung okay, on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. I, li- I mean, I, I'll say this at least. I was impressed with uh, Boise State's schedule. I thought they, I thought they grabbed some. Uh, <laughs> I like that they scheduled teams. I do. I mean, fuck, dude. What do you? I don't. What do you want from them? Yeah. If they, I mean, if they run the table on the schedule, they'll they'll definitely. They're go a New Year's Six team for 16. sure. Yeah, that's not a question. I just got a text from a friend saying, "Yikes, Kansas State, OSU." But I don't know what that means. Anyway, uh, next Breaking up news. we got your boys. It just says Gus Bus in Orlando. Dan wrote this outline. Mm-hmm. Dan's very excited. Why don't you just talk about UCF for a minute? Well, we have a lot of kids coming in from Auburn, obviously, following their coach. Um, Gus is an upgraded coach. Uh, very happy to see Hypel out of here. Lost us a lot of games. We have the talent. Dylan Gabriel, back for his third year. Um, best quarterback in the conference. Uh, don't care about Ritter. Um, I, don't, I think Cincinnati is a massive down year for them. Um, we'll be talking about Cincinnati in the not top, top, not top 25, I think, in a few weeks here. Uh, no, we won't be talking about Cincinnati we will. In this, we will. on this podcast. They lost all. a lot of their line. Um, reports out of Orlando is our defensive line is ferocious. We are going to wreck teams. We're going to wreck Boise this first week. We're going to be ranked. I won't have to talk about my school anymore after this week. You probably won't one. have to talk about them for a minute. Yeah. But I don't know. What's all you know? We'll see what happens when you well, play yes, Cincinnati. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Where, you, where are you playing Cincinnati this year? At Cincinnati. Yeah? We're fine with that. Where are you playing SMU this they year? They lost their defense coordinator. You have... You went to Notre Dame. They you got, have three games on your schedule that scare me. Boise, week one. No, not a problem. At Cincinnati. We should have beat them last year. We, but, I think we were up nine so going you, into the fourth quarter, so and uh, we didn't even cover. Beat, I mean, you had Josh Heifel. Classic Josh. Yeah, yeah. Classic Josh uh, Anything you, the last two years, you want to blame UCF for, it's Josh Heifel. I would fully agree with that. I, I co-signed that as someone who had to watch him be an offensive coordinator. I'm a little afraid of that at SMU game. SMU's not a fucking joke anymore. Uh, Bouchelle's gone. I, their coach ain't. Sonny Dykes is still there. Sonny Dykes good coach. Sonny Dykes is a good Great fucking coach. coach. I, SMU... Honestly, as much as as fun as Cincinnati and and UCF are, 
it would be best for the American if SMU became the premier team in that league. Nah, I don't think so. I 100% think so. I would like them to be relevant, yeah. They are the most Elevate fun, the conference. They're the most fun school in that conference when you combine history with just who they are. There's a reason why SMU is not getting an offer to the Big 12, though. So. Well, they already got kicked out of the old fucking Southwest, so yeah. when they, they got left out of that shit for Baylor, basically. Well, Houston really got left out of them for Baylor. But I'll stop stroking off my team. I, th- I will say, though, I think uh, UCF, I think on mybookie.ag, uh, promo code... Drinking Bros. Drinking Bros. Yeah, that was, that's, that's the one. Uh, doubles your deposit. Yeah, you put in 500 bucks, you get 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I would put that, I think UCF right now to win the American is uh, four to one, where it's uh, plus 375, close to four to one. I would hammer that. I don't, I don't think it's close. Like, I think we're. You think, think UCF definitely. Wait, what? It's four to one odds that UCF wins it? Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. I don't know. I just like Cincinnati a lot. I don't even talk about them. Everyone's high on Cincinnati. They're ranked in the top 25, so. Yeah, well, like, we you got to reset. Usually you come back to the, the mean, you regress to the mean. I just like what they they have one other advantage that you're not talking that you're not really acknowledging. Cincinnati. Pickle? Yeah. They he's, have he's the okay. same coach. You're uh-huh. breaking I know it's Gus Malzahn, and I love the Gus Malzahn hire, but it's still year one for Gus Malzahn. That doesn't worry you at all. Uh I, I what does worry me is Josh Heupel's recruits uh on the offensive line where he was bringing in kids from Germany. Instead of just getting fucking Florida talent. Yeah, that's not ideal. I would probably recruit from Florida instead I would of Germany. Just, yeah, I would probably recruit. I haven't from coached a lot Florida. of football in my day, but <laughs> I've heard. So enjoy that higher Tennessee. I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about oh you this God, year. Oh my God, I can't fucking wait to watch Tennessee fucking implode with Josh Heupel. It's going to be so bad. Like, they, that fan base... If, you, if, if there was a betting line where the over-under on Josh Heupel was two and a half years, I would... Smash the under. Smash the under. Yeah. He is gone. I mean, Pru- he is... Pruitt was only there for, what, two years? Three years? Yeah, he wasn't there long, and they're going to hate Heupel way more than they hated Pruitt. Yes. Way. Especially because it, it was essentially just like a backroom deal from Danny White. He it's is... Like we hired your AD, so he's just going to bring along the coach. The worst offensive coordinator in my memory, in Missouri history. Very weird for Danny White to tie himself to Josh Heupel. I don't think anyone else wanted to work there because Tennessee is a dog shit job because they expect to be don't Alabama to, by year two. Don't tell that to Clay Travis. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. If, if you hire... I'm surprised that no one accused Josh Heupel of sex traffic, child sex trafficking. I mean, if, all you have to do is watch three seconds of his offense. Shiana, man. Be an insane Tennessee fan and then be like, oh, I've got to put... Child porn charges on this year guy. two of uh, Shiano Rutgers. I hope Rutgers is better than Tennessee over the next twenty years or however long Shiano's there. Ten. Who's years, a, who's better this year, Rutgers or Tennessee? Rutgers. Well, better or better record? Uh, better record. Yeah, Rutgers. Yeah, I think Rutgers. I take Rutgers all fucking Rutgers day. Says. They are absolutely going to be better than Tennessee. Are they there any Tennessee fans in the chat, by the way? Uh, because goddamn, that is. I'm sorry for you. Uh, BT Bates says Tennessee sucks for the Clay Travis. I agree with that. Um, what do we got next? We got uh, teams outside the top 25 most likely to crash the playoff slash New Year's Six. Just the teams we're highest teams on. Teams we're highest on, yeah. Yeah. So you have your list. I have my, I just have one team. You just have one. I'll say mine, mine three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ole Miss is one of them. I Fair. think Ole Miss could backdoor their way into a New Year's Six bowl. It's going to be tough just because of 
not even just because I don't think I, I like I said I think they could win double digit games in the regular season though I think they'll probably do it uh, w- with the bowl game included. However, the second best team in the West is Texas A and M right now in terms of rankings and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I have no faith in LSU, and I think Ole Miss is better than LSU. Mississippi State's gonna stink. Mississippi State's not gonna be that good. If an Ole Miss plays A&M at home, if they finish second in the West, and especially if the uh, second place team in the East sucks, or like is kind of whatever, which Florida. they very well could be, yeah, Ole Miss can get in. They're not going to make the playoff. I mean, it would take a fucking miracle. You're for just saying the- they're going to be at like, I don't know, the Sugar Bowl or something. Yes. I really think uh, Ole Miss I has haven't a shot. actually looked at which games are the playoffs. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other team I think could get real weird and feisty, even though I actually don't think they're going to do it. I just could see the schedule working out the way is Kentucky. Uh, oh, they just had a whole lot of issues uh, at a frat party. Yeah, and that's why I don't necessarily think they're going to do it. I just like the way their schedule works out, and I like the fact that the East is often chaotic. Right? It's a little weird, like. I'll ask you too, Giorgio. Did you ever have problems with fraternities? Like, why? Why are the fraternities coming after your football team? Like, there the fraternities aren't beef. coming after. It's the football team coming after the fraternity. No, no there was a reason why. There no, was a reason. What was no. the reason? The football team would always steal your girls. They were let not let in the door. Yeah, but then the girls would come outside, and then that would make you mad. Well, then why did they start punching girls? I would just never have a beef. <laughs> I would never have beef that's with the, what the Kentucky team. players. Did I retract my statement solely off this 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 one reason alone? I would never have beef with the football team because, like, what else are you going to cheer for? Like, your Saturdays are ruined for the rest of like right. your tenure at your school right. because it's like fuck. Like, I got to cheer for these assholes now. That- also, it stands to reason more people would come to your parties if the football or basketball team is there. I don't think so. No power in numbers for sure. Collab. Yeah. No, no. The the football team, any team, would always roll deep by themselves. They never brought anybody. They were brought. No, I'm not saying they bring people. I'm, well, I'm saying the the their presence entices others. You know who weirdly brought the most amount of people was uh, the cheerleaders. The male cheerleaders would bring all their their female counterparts. Of course they would. That makes, and then they they brought they rolled weird, deep with women. Weirdly, that makes sense. Yeah, it made a Actually, lot of sense. Fuck, fraternities should start having pledges join the fucking be cheer male cheerleaders. Lot. Yeah. Although I mean, most of the cheerleaders are already in houses, but I guess it's just like getting them funneling them to your house in particular. Like, three of you need to go. Who can do a handstand? You're a cheerleader now. Go fucking try out. And you get to miss the weekly meetings. Yeah, so BT Bates is saying at the moment they lost their quarterback. Hopefully get them. they recruited a good one um, for, I think, Kentucky because they robbed the fraternity. Allegedly dropped the M-word, whatever. Little kind of a back and forth. Um, it's not out of the question for me, but no. also, like, look, it's not out of the question that a Kentucky frat guy dropped an N-bomb, but when the people claiming that someone dropped an N-bomb confirmed were punching women in the face, I don't necessarily value their testimony as much because they might want to say anything they can possibly say. To get out of that, yeah. Yes. That's exactly what Joe Mixon said when he broke that girl's face, is that she said something racist to him. Also what Miles Garrett said about... Uh... Yeah. Homeboy for the Steelers. Yeah. Now, look, I'm not saying it's, I, is it out of the realm of possibility? Absolutely not. Mason Rudolph. 
Yeah. Do I think? Do I think I trust someone less after they've <laughs> jumped into a crowd and started punching random women in the face? Yeah, I, I, they might be trying to say things to help their case. So I'm going to say uh, I question your pick of Kentucky to be this good. I just, off I didn't, this. There I weren't a lot of teams good... I like, but I, I just – the East – After, yeah, dude, after like 35, 36, it falls off. It falls off it a falls cliff. Off the other one I liked bad. was your guys, UCF, who aren't ranked, yeah. who I could see. And also, it's, you guys have a lower bar to clear to make a New Year's Six Bowl. Schedule's not bad. Well, I just mean you, all you have to do is be what, ranked in the top 15? Uh, you just got to be the highest ranked G5 team. Yeah, that's yeah. not to me. That's not a terrible bar to clear. No. So I like UCF to do that for sure. I you mean, have a weird pick that I disagree with. You don't like TCU? No, not at all. Why? Why don't I like TCU? Let me look at their schedule. Max again. Duggan's coming back. Nineteen starts under his belt. Dual threat white guy, which I love. A dual threat white guy. Well, there you go. And like I, a legit one because he had uh, last year against Tech, he had an eighty-one yard run. So like he's a he is fast. So you like think these guys could sneak into a New Year's Six bowl? Because they're not making a playoff. He can sling it. You know he's got eight, ten. He had ten touchdowns last year. Four yeah. interceptions. Whatever. They'll start three and zero. I could see Texas beating them to be annoying early. They I have, could also see TCU beating Texas. They have four backs this year that all had over hundred yards in a game last year. They're gonna lose to Oklahoma. I don't love that they play also at Oklahoma State and at Iowa They're State. They're going to be the best defense in the Big 12 this year. What does that even mean? And actually, I disagree. I think Oklahoma is going to be the best defense in the Big 12. I, I mean, I could see Oklahoma having a really good defense under Grinch. I like uh, Grinch. I, I, Ross does not agree with that. He hates Grinch. Yeah, I, I'm telling Fuck, dude. I mean, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State in November, that's not a fun game. Yeah, they have to go to Oklahoma. They have to go to Stillwater. And, and they have to go to, to, go to Ames. They catch Texas at home. They catch Texas at home. My it's, argument is I think they are going to be the second best team in the Big 12. And it'll come down. I think they play. Yeah, but it's a soft-ass Big 12. Yeah, no, but they're going to play in the Big 12 championship. That's my prediction. TCU. And they just got to win that game. Okay. They're not going to make the playoff probably if they do that. If they go undefeated, they make the playoffs. Yeah, so, so, well, yeah. Okay, but so you think they only lose three games or only lose two games i think they have a chance to play in the conference championship okay and as long as they win that game they go in right like if you win the big 12 you're in so you think they have some you're they're, into, they're going, they're going to play themselves six. into a some semblance of a coin flip yes so then, you get in, you get to the big 12 championship you win that game you're in the near six bowl okay yeah man if they win that game then that keeps presumably oklahoma out of the playoff yes which I would love because, again, I am so low on Oklahoma this year. Their offense. Their de- I think their defense is good. I think the skill players are good. I like Lincoln Riley. Hate Spencer Rattler. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I think he's, he's going to put up numbers. Yeah, he's, he's going to pad, pad his stats. stats. But like, when it comes to crunch time and it comes to something actually meaning something, this is going he to, will crumble. This is going to be a dog shit Heisman race. Yeah, people that are like picking him to win the Heisman, like, he, like he's one of the favorites. No. I don't think, like, he's going to be in two or three big spots this year, and he will fail every single time because he's immature. He makes bad decisions. Is he a true sophomore? Um, no. I think he had to, I think he registered one year. Either way, I don't, I don't, I don't buy the Spencer Rattler hype. He's only 20, so be a sophomore, junior. Um, all right, well, fuck him. We're not talking about Oklahoma anyway. I don't like TCU. I see four losses on this schedule. Some some combination of 
Texas, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, they lose four of those games. West Virginia's not very good. I still don't like it. I like Neil Brown. They're solid. I like Neil Brown. And I don't trust TCU. And I don't fucking trust them. Okay. And then some some quick hitters, uh, other teams outside the box that were high on this year, just teams we think are going to do well. Obviously not like New Year's Six Bowl well, but like, you know, improvement. They're gonna be. They're gonna make some noise. Teams are gonna about, make some noise. Let's start. Let's call it like make some noise to potential ten wins with a bowl, including a bowl win. Like ceiling is ten wins. I don't. I don't know. Maybe eight, nine wins. I think ceiling's ten wins if you include the bowl win, not ten regular right, season right, wins. All right, that, I'm fine with that. Uh, UTSA. Okay. Why? What, Roadrunners. Why? why? Just bringing back a lot of talent. I think uh, they're heading in the right direction. I think UTSA is like they're potentially going to win the conference USA. Okay, uh, Toledo. I do like UTSA. By the way, great, great colors, colors great uh, mascot. Love the Roadrunners. Also, I knew a uh, uh, a teacher once. I didn't want to know her, but she was sleeping with her high school student. I didn't meet her till after this, and she was dating him, and he went to play football at UTSA, and she like quit her teacher job to like fuck this UTSA football player. Sick. It was one of the weirdest moments of my life. <laughs> it was actually like the first weekend me and my wife started dating, and I was like, "Who is this? And what? Why does she work with you? Oh, what?" <laughs> She does that, and then even though she was dating the football player who she ruined her life over, she kept rubbing uh, uh, one of our former co-workers' uh, wieners under the table at a Mexican restaurant. Okay. It's pretty Name weird. names. What? Just tell me offline. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you offline for sure. <laughs> um, and she was not... I don't understand any of what was happening through it. But anyway, that's my main memory of UTSA football. Okay. Frank Harris, back, quarterback. Have some fond memories of gambling on ETSA last year. They covered a lot of games, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to that. Well, I think they're gonna be much improved. Uh, I think they actually give uh, Illinois a game. I think they beat Illinois week two. UTSA. Yeah, I see that. Bert's terrible. Yeah, but I'm pretty. Uh, and we'll get to it week zero. But I think Illinois might win this week, and then a little letdown spot week two. Uh, I can see that for yeah. sure. Uh, Toledo. I think they win the MAC. Picking Toledo to win the match. I like Toledo over uh, Buffalo. And then uh, Buffalo's good though. I mean, I like, Boston you know, College. I have Boston College on on my list as well. I like Boston College, they are a really fucking good, just solid, team. just solid team. Yeah. Uh, and they they're going to be. I didn't realize how tough they were going to be for Missouri. I actually before if if COVID had never happened and this baby had never happened, I'd probably be going up to the Mizzou Boston College game in like a week two or three, whenever it is. Uh, my first one is Liberty. Like Liberty? I, think, I don't think we're going to be long to talk about Liberty. I think Liberty is going to be pretty much uh, floating around the bottom of the top 25 unless they lose to uh, Louisiana uh, late in the season. I think they're going to give Ole Miss a game late in the season. I think they beat Syracuse at Syracuse. Hugh Freeze is their coach. Uh, Malik Willis is a fucking dope quarterback. He is. Like why? How did they get him to go to Liberty? I don't understand. Uh, Hugh Freeze just being weird. I That's don't know. True. Like Liberty might start one, two, three. Four. How many games is Hugh Freeze going to coach from a hospital bed? As many as he can. Okay, I guess. Liberty could. Liberty has a non-zero chance to start out one, two, three, four, seven, eight. Liberty has a non-zero chance to start out nine and zero going into the Ole Miss game, and they'll beat Ole Miss. So ten and zero, dude. 
I mean, if they beat Ole Miss, I mean, fuck. That's then the se- then their season gets crazy. Um, they're beating Syracuse for sure. Yeah, they're for sure beating Syracuse right now. I Liberty. I wonder if Liberty will even be a dog. They probably won't be. No, uh, not against Campbell, not against Troy, not against Old Dominion. No, not against any of those teams. I mean, yeah, I know. But I'm, I'm looking at their schedule right now. They're not going to be a fucking dog until that Old Miss game. You they know, got a they got a dog shit schedule. Their schedules. They, they might schedule. run the table. They might go undefeated and just yeah, not even go to a New Year's Six Bowl. They might yeah. just go to like a just a fucking big bad boy mowers bowl in yeah. tampa or something i but I, they're gonna be ranked though barely yeah no but, they'll be top 20 i don't think that i it might be tough Campbell, crack 15. Troy, old dominion middle tennessee uab oh, North it's a, texas it's, a, it's i mean louisiana monroe oh if they beat umass if they, they, they play i think on their schedule they have half of like the top 10 worst teams in the country yeah if they but if they beat Ole Miss and Louisiana back-to-back weeks if they beat Louisiana I think that's good enough yeah yeah I I like Liberty I'm high on Liberty they are going to be padding stats uh next up I'm a fucking homer but I don't care I love the way this season lays out for Mizzou uh just shut the fuck up Ross (laughs) I don't need it don't worry I'll put him in his place uh Connor Basilak was the SEC freshman of the year. Uh, doesn't throw a whole lot of touchdowns. He doesn't need to. He didn't need to last year. Larry Roundtree putting the ball in. He, he's hyper-efficient. Drink is one of the best offensive coaches in the he SEC. He is not. He absolutely <laughs> he is. Sure isn't. They have he, two huge games in the first four weeks that are going to decide everything, essentially, for this team. The Central Michigan Chippewas. Uh, that is That's not, an L. That's not one. Immediate loss. I know you love your chips. Uh, yeah, dude, McIlwain's going to have the boys ready to go. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, at Kentucky Chip up. and at Boston College, there's a decent chance, not a good chance, but a decent chance they go one, two, three, four, five. They could be 6-0 and going into the A&M game. Southeast Missouri, too, week three. Like, I could see an 0-4 start right here. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Bro, uh, they got two huge cornerback transfers from... Uh, Tulsa, both of whom are probable, like, top, like one's probably a first-round draft pick. You got the mean green of North Texas coming in October 9th. That's not a W. Poof. Missouri Ten. is going to finish second in the East. Calling it right now. I love Three, Mizzou for this. They're going to be ranked four, in and out, but they're going to be ranked. Five, I'm just going to jump off just to, just to shut you up. But I'm telling you, Basilak, Tyler Beatty, their offensive line is pretty fucking uh seven eight experience so is their d-line they're they don't have there's nothing there's no unit i'm worried about on this team i'm seeing four and eight four and eight four and eight seeing all right uh if only we played in the american if only yeah if only we couldn't you know if only ucf could play southeast missouri every year that's half your schedule (laughs) you play in the fucking american i know we're playing temple this year temple's (laughs) truly bad that's a conference game. I don't want to fucking hear it. Uh, next up, I kind of love Pitt. Pitt's a little dangerous to me. Are they mean? No, they're not mean. They are mean. Their defense line's always mean. Yeah. And uh, you don't just hold Kenny Pickett down for five years. He's back again. Kenny Pickett's back. I don't disagree with that in a lot of ways. I really don't. Um, we'll get to Kenny Pickett later. I, they, the way their schedule Works out, dude. ESPN's website is fucking dog shit, by the way. Um, the Wait, way their schedule works out. Everybody. They're, they're the 40th ranked team in S&P Plus right now. They've got a top 30 defense. Like, 
and their schedule, UMass, at, I think they beat Tennessee week two. And I'm a Tennessee hater, so that's fine. I think they beat Tennessee week two. And then, like, what, what are we looking at here? At Georgia Tech, at Virginia Tech will be tough. I could see them, I could see Clemson not covering against Pitt. I see them beating Miami. I see you, I, I think Pitt probably beats either Miami or UNC. Miami's probably dropping out. I think we talk about this later. Miami sucks, I think. Uh, yeah, they're, I'm not super high on many Diaz. Derek King will probably get hurt at some point. Uh, but I mean, I see like nine, eight, nine wins on this fucking schedule. Do you, wait, did you say you have them beating Tennessee in Knoxville? Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know if I can go that far. I'm a Tennessee hater. You really like Hypel to win no, any games? No, but like, do you like picking Pitt going into Knoxville? Didn't Georgia Oof. State do it? I mean, they're gonna roll you, man. <laughs> Didn't Georgia State go into Knoxville and win? Was that last year? That was like two years or ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you not, don't do it twice. Not, it's not some fucking Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. And then Boston College is my other one. We talked about him a little bit already. I, I Oh, the Clemson game's at Pitt this year, too. Yeah. That's, it, Kenny's already done it. That's fucking sneaky. Right? Kenny, like Kenny beat Clemson three years ago? Something right? like that. Yeah. I think 2018? Yeah. Boston College opens up against three dog shit teams, then catches Mizzou. Whoever wins that Mizzou game, Mizzou Boston College game, I think is going to have a nice season. They're going to lose to Clemson, but then like, where are the other losses on this schedule? Like, there's going to be one or two probably. But NC State at Louisville at Syracuse, like those are two road games I'm not worried about. They get Virginia Tech at home. They get Florida State at home. Wake, like Boston College, they don't have a tough schedule, but they they really might win like nine games. Yeah, I can see it. Again, we're both high on the Golden Eagles. Yeah, I do like them a lot. All right, next segment. First coach to get fired. Very optimistic segment. Uh, who do you got? Uh, just Scott Frost. It seems like they're trying to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go a little in-depth. This um, isn't the NFL, so I don't think it's like a mid-season firing. I went with Justin Fuente at Virginia Tech. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I, I feel like they've been trying to fire him for years now. Same, same it seems like they regretted the hire from the start. A little bit. But here's another thing with Virginia Tech, though. That seems like another program where it's like, are you what you think you are? <laughs> yeah. Are you really? Because I hear things like Virginia Tech has a, like, a proud history and all this stuff. I know they had Mike Vick, and I'm sure they've done other stuff that I can't remember because it was before my life, really. But like... Beamer ball. What have, you, what have you really, really, really done? They have one coach. Right? And where are you recruiting from? It's kind of a, I guess, like a lesser Penn State, right? Where yeah. your, your whole program was built around one guy. Yeah. And he leaves. Yep. And then you lost your identity. Yeah. I mean, Penn State had good years under Franklin. They kind of got robbed out of that one playoff. Right, right. But I'm saying like you, again, it's not Penn State, but right. it's like a lesser, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. mid-Atlantic school. I don't... I don't know where what, they get... You, your whole program was essentially just built through one guy, Beamer Ball. Yep. Every, when I think Virginia Tech football, I think of that uh, meme or that photo, that screenshot of them going to overtime 0-0, I think, against Wake Forest, oh, where God, Beamer's yeah. just going like this, That's cheering. A, that was, that was, the only thing more depressing I've seen is when Charlie Weiss had Kansas practice winning. <laughs> like, they had them practice celebrating a win. Mangino got a bad... 
You got a raw deal, Kansas. I mean, at this point, Kansas would probably take some tortured football players over what is currently <laughs> happening. BT Bates says they're going to bring in Shane Beamer for the next 25 years. Might as well. Although I don't, I think they're probably keeping the up, family. I think they're giving up on Fuente a little early. I don't. You don't think so? No. All right. Maybe he just needs to change the scenery. Yeah, probably. I don't. I didn't really like him uh, at Memphis. What was he? Why did he win at Memphis then? Why was he good at Memphis? He he was okay. He was kind of like a drink at App State, where oh he was God. he was kind of in between. All right. <laughs> All right. Norvell was much better coach at Memphis. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, but I think Fuente first through first five games. They catch North Carolina, West Virginia, Notre Dame. I think it's at West Virginia, too. Yeah. So I think they're going to go two and three in their first five games. He's already on the hot seat. I think they're just going to kind of push him out. I think he gets fired midseason. But this, this isn't the NFL. That doesn't happen. It could. That doesn't happen in college. I mean, fucking Burt Bielema had, like, one of the worst seasons in Arkansas history. They didn't fire him until the season was – I mean, they fired him on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Like, they walked up to him on the sideline and were like, you're done. But midseason firings don't happen very often. Yeah. But, again, I think he's first coach gone. Okay. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I don't think we see anyone, axed mid-se- anyone of note axed midseason. I think Scott Frost gets, gets fucking canned right at the end of the season. But, honestly, with the shit that's going on with Scott Frost, he feels like if there was a midseason one, because they're like, oh, we have the show cause or whatever the fuck. We have the receipts. Yeah, you're gone. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Um, now let's get into our segment. The Fatal Four. Fatal Four. It's our updated rankings weekly. Four worst teams in America in Division One. I'm not going off stats. I'm just going off heart. Off heart. Yeah, for this. Okay. Uh, I went UL Monroe. Okay, fine, sure. I think they're the worst team in America. Why not? Um, I don't think they win a game this year. Uh, Bowling Green. Again. Sure. Great. UMass. And then the loser of uh, Akron versus Temple Week 2. Now, Temple is a, a, a Power 6 team. Yeah, they are. So you think, you think they are... One of the four worst teams in the country, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I actually kept mine almost... Actually, two of my teams in my, in my Fatal Four are, are Power 5 teams. See that? I went all basketball schools. <laughs> that was my, that's my theme. Oh, uh, let's guess. Uh, as you can see... He, he, he wrote out Kansas, but lowercased it. Because I, I know it pisses you off. No, it's just a Mizzou guy, I think. It is, but I know it also pisses you, you off. You do the lowercase k, uppercase u. It makes, it's very petty. It is, because Kansas is neither a proper name nor a proper place. But obviously, Kansas is going to be dog shit. Kansas is a fine state. It's mm, much greener than I No, it's be. stupid. It's because you're banging a chick from Kansas. Is she even from Kansas? She just went to K-State? She's from Vegas. Yeah, that's weird. No, she's lived in Kansas, grew up in Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Case, who, who are they going to beat? They might beat South Dakota week one. Sure. Then they catch Coastal week two, who they are not going to beat. Baylor week three, who they are not going to beat. At Duke. Duke's pretty shitty. They might beat Duke. Iowa State, Tech, Oklahoma. I mean, they, they, they have... If they win two games, it's a fucking miracle. Yeah. They're, no, no. They're going to be dog shit. Yeah. Uh, next up, UConn. Although, is Buka back? No. No, he smacked a lady and then went to the draft. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's a piece of shit. Kansas, by the way, one of the top schools at not expelling people who punch ladies. This is true. Yeah. Although they got, they got rid of less. They did get for, rid of less. Uh, the maybe things. That, well, Jeff Long, their AD's gone too. So maybe things are, are changing there. Oh, but they're going to get ran off the field by Coastal. Oh, yeah. Coastal's going to destroy They're going to lose badly. Yeah. 
Uh, UConn. They might one. be Duke. Duke's going to be bad. Duke's going to be terrible, too. I almost but, put Duke in there just to get real basketball. <laughs> At least Duke has a coach. Yes. Uh, UConn's another one. I don't even know what I need to explain. They're not even going to be D1 for much longer. FBS, whatever the fuck. They're done. Syracuse. I, people don't understand how bad Syracuse is going to be. Dino Babbers should have actually been my pick for... Babbers. Fucking fuck. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? <laughs> he was uh, before the Hypo hire, or not the Hypo hire, the uh, Scott Frost hire. Yeah. He was our main candidate Ooh, that we were targeting. Lucky you. And he went to Syracuse, and thankfully, uh, we got Scott Frost. Yeah. yeah. That worked out better for you. Uh, Syracuse is going to be awful, and then I have UMass, too, because UMass is... That's another school. UMass is really bad. Like UConn, where it's like, why are you in this division? even yep. what are you doing and then uh highest ranked teams in the current top 25 that we think will finish unranked uh so we both got lsu yeah lsu is absolutely not finishing the season ranked. Shit, is that a guy that could they fire orgeron no nah, not that quickly although unless he's got some heat on him too for a player yeah. like sexually harassing an old woman there's a lot of stuff there yeah um yeah if lsu's like a five win or 16 win team this year is i think he could be gone i think he gets one more year okay but I think people realize very quickly that it was a combination of Joe Burrow and his coordinators. Yes. Who, who did the work on Joe that. Brady. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was all Brady. Yeah. I can see that. Um, Indiana. I don't like Indiana this year. I, uh, that's fair. I mean, Indiana. They're going to regress to the mean as well. I, I, I just, it's hard to like, base, like, even know what happened last year. And then, I don't hate Indiana, but I do feel like Indiana, even though they're a basketball school, mm-hmm. they... It's the type of brand that people get excited to rank. You know what I mean? Right. Same with Iowa State. I actually think people get excited to rank Iowa State because they're like, oh, this isn't a normal team. Yeah, and anytime you get a basketball school ranked as a football team, it just there's a sense of comfort. Yeah, and there's, it's almost like a nice narrative. I think people really... It's actually annoying how excited people would get to be like, oh, Kansas is good at football now again. Like it's, it's, and they I think Indiana's run. the same way. I think Duke, to a lesser extent, they were like that with Duke, but they don't like Duke. I actually think there's a bit of that with North Carolina as well. Yeah, but Max got the boys rolling. I do like North and Carolina. Sam They're Howell not dropping is a out. legit quarterback. Um, Arizona State, I just, you know, Herm, he's building better men. That doesn't mean they have to win games. It's just about building better people off the field. It's like Ted Lasso, but with NCAA with violations. With Daniels, yeah. 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 I get that. Uh, I also have LSU, and then this is uh, just a petty one for me, but I don't care. Texas, they're not going to be ranked. No, see, that, that's where you're wrong. They could be like a six or seven win team. And still get ranked. But they get hot at the end of the year. Yeah, if they win like three They go four. seven and five, and then they, yeah, they win like two or three straight. Yeah, to finish the All year. Right. It's fair, but I'm still taking them. Uh, and then Iowa. I don't know why people like Iowa so much. They, have a, they had a pretty tough sc- schedule i just i don't have faith in iowa uh last four years do you know which secondary has i believe uh the most interceptions in the country i guess iowa Mm -hmm. all right i don't care and you know who's returning all of their secondary this year tight is it iowa it's it's iowa i don't have faith in iowa no faith in iowa that might be my one where i'm like where i get look like a fucking idiot but i don't care uh and the next one we got the all average team are all average picks. Yep. These so are uh, not, These are not all Americans, but they're not dog shit either. No, 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 no. Right. So most podcasts, most websites, they're going to go with their all-American picks. I just went with guys that I thought were going to have a semi-decent season. Um, 
and we're you know the all average team. All right. They're not gonna they're not gonna you know be too great. They're not gonna win you a whole lot of serviceable, games, but they're gonna be just perfectly mediocre. Perfect. Uh, so quarterback, Kenny Pickett, Pitt, Pitt. I love Pitt. I think Pitt's. I think he's gonna be more than serviceable. Oh, you think he's gonna? Single-handedly win games. No, but I think he's going to be efficient and just do a nice job. Okay. Uh, second quarterback on the list, Skylar Thompson, Kansas State. He's back. Okay. You like how he looked Dual against threat. Oklahoma last year? Uh, I think he got hurt during that game, actually. Oh, he didn't? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, he got know. hurt pretty early on. Hey, guys, um, hold on. I have a question. Ross asked me to ask you about these HBCU picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I believe the first game... Uh, Week zero, I think Alcorn State plays. Um, love Alcorn State. I'll take that. Didn't you say that was usually an end of the season? Yeah, game? N- I think it's NC NCAT yeah. NT or whatever. I don't know. It's like a phone company. Um, yeah, they're playing uh, A and T. A and T. Yeah, yeah there A&T. it is. Uh, they play Alcorn State. I feel like they play it in a bowl game every year. So I'll, yeah, take, I'll be good. on Alcorn State. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Honorable mention for the all-average team, uh, Dustin Crumb from Kent State. Sounds great. If you uh, sounds pretty mediocre. Yeah, if you if you bet the ma- little maxion, you're gonna see fucking Dustin Crumb lighting it up. But <laughs> it's the max, so he'll always be average. Uh, running back, we got Kevin Marks Jr. from Buffalo. He's gonna go for a good probably 800 yards this year. Tight. Um, I love the next pick, Frank Gore Jr. Yeah. A little name recognition. Southern Miss. So you don't think he's too average to end up playing with his dad in the NFL? Probably. His dad. He'll, his dad will still be playing in the NFL in three or four years, but uh, I don't think he makes the NFL. He's going to. Will his dad be playing in the NFL longer than he plays in college? Yes. Like in terms of like, like remained in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Frank Gore is going to play until he's about fifty-five. He's going to somehow beat all the and then retire tropes of and immediately die. Yes. The minute Frank Gore Sr. retires, he's done. I yeah, guess. like his body's done. Yeah, his, he, just, he just walks off the earth. Yeah. What's the, baseball, or what's the football equivalent of walking into the cornfield and disappearing? The goalpost? Yeah, I guess. That's what he does. He just goes inside to the goalpost. Yeah, but he disintegrates. Like Joe Horn's phone. Like no, Thanos. it's the locker room. He goes, goes in like one last half time. Fair enough. <laughs> uh Trayvon Bradford from Oregon State at receiver. Okay. He's going to put up, you know, 500 yards. Oregon State puts up numbers, though, yards. so he's just not going to put up numbers. Uh, they're good offense. Yeah. They, Oregon State slings it. Yeah, but they spread it around. All right. So, I mean, he'll have a good season. Just, you know, yeah. six, 700 yards. Uh, then we got uh, Jack Sorensen from Miami of Ohio. Also, a candidate from an uh, old segment, future real estate player of the week. Uh, Jack Sorensen is exactly what you think, just a, a very uh, average white guy. Yeah, so a real estate agent. Yeah, real estate agent. Uh, Josh Ali from Kentucky. Now, he was not, was he part of the fight or no? Actually, that's a good question. I don't see him. I just Googled Josh Ali, Kentucky fight. I don't see him, so. So I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're all right. And then we got uh, tight end, Blake Kern from Arkansas. That is a tight end name. Kern. That's a college tight end name, Blake Kern. Look at look at a photo of him and his little neck beard. Very tight end. Very Arkansas tight end. Uh, then we got Derek Deese Jr. from San Jose State. And then uh, we, for O-line, I just went with Boston College because they probably have one of the better offensive lines in the country, like a top 10 offensive line. But again, they're an offensive line, and so they're perfectly average. Yeah. And you'll never know about them. Yes. Uh, defense, NC State. 
Just their defense, perfectly average. Completely dictated by how healthy uh, Peyton Wills is going to be, their linebacker. Uh, so last year, whenever they, whenever he was on the field, they were a pretty good defense. And then whenever they were bad, whenever he was off the field, they were terrible. So average. All right, perfect. Is it going to be an average where it's like he's on the field sometimes and they're brilliant, and then he's off the field sometimes yep. and they're terrible? It just, yep. it's just, just you're going to average it out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And now, so it's not a, it's not like a beige defense. It's we're a, finally a getting. To some our, week zero, week picks. zero picks, then the show. So in the future, by the way, we will only be picking. We will be picking games that aren't ranked. And Sometimes, we'll which pick, are all these games? Yeah, we, we we might pick some games where there's a ranked team if we really like the unranked team. It depends, but typically it'll be unranked versus unranked. Yeah, it's got to be like probably a, a twenty six to thirty five team playing a top twenty five team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, for example, maybe like Liberty at Ole Miss at some point. But we will not give you the perspective of the top 25 team. No, no, not at all. We will try to do the entire breakdown without mentioning that. Yeah, three. <laughs> sure. I won't even say their name. So when, when Mizzou plays Alabama, you will get no Alabama coverage. Yeah, perfect. I love that. We don't play Alabama this year, but I love that. Oh, wait. You guys aren't making the SEC championship? Okay. Yeah. I, well, we wouldn't be on the show if we were making. That's right. You're winning four games. Um, Nebraska minus six and a half. These lines, of course, are available at mybookie.com. Promo code drinking. Promo bros. code drinking bros. Doubles your deposit. Doubles your deposit. Um, go ahead and use that code. Uh, Nebraska minus six and a half at Champaign. Give me that Illinois money line. Illinois over under is fifty five. Money lines plus two hundred five. You like Illinois money line. Fuck it. See, we both agree. Um, Fuck it. I think kind of between the pressure on Scott Frost right now. But, and how happy can those practices in locker room be with I mean, all this shit that's going the on? The same Illinois team pretty much went into Lincoln last year and rolled Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, I like Brett. I like Bielema back in the Big For, Ten. Call him Bert. His name is Bert. I'll call him Bert. Yeah, his name is Bert. <laughs> And uh, I don't like him. I think he sucks. But uh, I love like him in the Big Ten. Just feels right. He sucked he at does. Arkansas because of the SEC. But like it's, he could. You're telling me Illinois with under Burt can't win eight nine games a year. Illinois can't win eight nine games a year under anyone. That's not true. It's very rare. They're not a good football school. They're not a good program. They can't even like do well. I got it. They they were a number one seed in basketball this year. They were out in the second round. Like. They can't even recruit Chicago competently in they basketball. They got most of their offensive line back. I, there's, I have no faith in this school. I don't think that school cares about sports. Daniel Barker, Luke Ford returning at tight end. But they're going to beat Nebraska, I think. Yeah, Brandon Peters. Uh, they're saying all good things coming out of camp about yeah. Brandon Peters. I, I like transfer from two years ago. I just like Illinois better, and it's a home game. Yeah, it's a home game for Illinois. You're getting the points. Take the points. Take the money line. Um yeah, here some stats you think you think oh uh, Scott Fro- Scott Frost offense it's got to be explosive got to be good no ranked 119th last year in explosive passive rating at 1.6 percent yeah uh yeah no they um weirdly aren't great on offense because it's hard to get skilled players to fucking <laughs> to Nebraska. go to Lincoln yeah also third third in the country last year in drives and in turnovers at a 19% clip. So they turn the ball over, yep. they're not explosive, and yeah. they're playing on the road. Give me Bert. Yeah, give all me Bert all fucking day. Next game, UConn at Fresno State. UConn's catching 27 and a half. You like UConn 
covering there? Over under 63. Hell no. Oh, okay. Fresno State's going to destroy them. Okay. Uh, Fresno State, um, like I said last year, didn't get to hold a single in-person activity last year from March 12th to September 25th. Still finished 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Jay Kaner is back at quarterback, averaging uh, last year 336 yards per game pass in. Uh, most of his weapons are returning. UConn was one of three teams last year that did not play. Oh, perfect. They didn't play at all. Okay. So, Does that mean they're rested? <laughs> Gotta think they're rested. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of rest. Rest versus rust. What do you believe? Yeah. Uh, Randy Etzel, since returning back to UConn, he is 6-30. and 30. Just in general. Right. That's not. why they're going D2. That's why they're going <laughs> FCS. <laughs> they should probably sit is there. Th- they Man, should sit this year out, too. Think about how UConn went from making a BCS Bowl to not being Division One in, like, 15 years. Maybe less. Yeah. It's not, fucking brutal. They went from the Orange Bowl to... Were they the Orange Bowl? It was the Orange Bowl, right? I don't remember. It was one of, the, one of them. It's fucking brutal. Either way, Fresno State and the under. Because I don't think UConn scores a whole lot. I don't love that over under. I I'll take your word on Fresno State. I'm not going to bet this game because it's a little sketchy to me. Like I just don't. I can't. I have no always bet it. week zero. I love the next game though. I love UCLA. Also, Sean or Nick, go ahead and write down our our picks so we can keep track. I'll, or I'll do it myself. Yeah. Um. I'll go back and I want to keep record. I want to. I want to be an honest man. Okay. My yeah, let's keep our picks. records. Uh, I love UCLA covering against Hawaii. So Hawaii's getting 17 and a half against UCLA over under 68. Why don't you just hammer that over? You like the over? Yeah. Okay. Just let's have fun, man. It's a Hawaii UCLA game. Take I agree with over. that. It's going to be late night. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think UCLA covers. I think they cover. I think, I think they S&P had it. Uh, Bill Connolly had it at 22. I think it was Is the real 30. line for S&P? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think they cover easily. I think the over smashes because um, Hawaii cannot stop anyone. No. Uh, Cordero, the quarterback for Hawaii, though, can, he can dump in some points. Okay. So I think, uh, you know, Todd Graham will put up a respectable. I think if Hawaii scores 24 points, it's an easy over. I don't think Hawaii scores. I mean, 24 is a big ask for Hawaii against UCLA, I feel like. I don't think so. You don't think so? Uh, like late? Yeah, slinging it. So what do you think? They like have 14 going into the fourth or maybe like 14 going in with like halfway through the third quarter. All right, quarter. how about that? 42 21. All right. That's still not an over, though. Oh, yeah. That's so. I think, well, I think UCLA, I think you pencil them in for 50 to be. You think quite so? 49? Yeah. 49 21 is the over. Okay. Okay. I, I could buy that. Yeah. I could buy that too. Yeah. Uh, and then the last game to wrap out our first episode. The most. Outside the top 25 game you could possibly have. The most anticipated game of the weekend in this studio. Thanks to uh, Hightower Sean. Your University of Texas, El Paso. What are the minors? Yeah. Versus the New Mexico State Aggies. The line is 10. UTEP's laying 10. (laughs) On the road. Over-under is 59. I don't know anything about the over/under. I'll just take. Do you know anything? Do you know one thing about either of these teams? No. <laughs> no. Just give me a UTEP to cover. Fuck it. Worst case, they. You think UTEP is covering ten on the road? Yeah, you're an insane person. Why not? Uh, so 
New Mexico State, actually one of the few teams that played in the spring. Okay. So uh, they're, they're rolling. Really, they had the most recent games. Yeah, so they're they're. Uh, but do you think they they're, are not rested? They, I said, do you think they're tired? They could be tired. Yeah, <laughs> they could be tired from playing a spring spring ball. Yeah, that's my worry. I think they played one game. The two achy. I think they only played one game. The hell, one more than. Why none. would you do that? They could be tired. Um. Yeah, no, I think you know. I think the Aggies at home, fresh off their their W in the spring. Against a D two team, an FCS school. Yeah, I, I think they get the boys rolling and they lose by nine. Okay, they cover. UTEP by fourteen. Okay, two touchdowns. Give UTEP me the Aggies. Aggies cover. UTEP wins again. All right. Uh, over under. They probably don't even sniff the over. I don't don't love betting that over. No. Yeah, <laughs> hammer that under. What do you, let's call it? Let's call it twenty to six. Uh, I'm going to go 20 to 13. Okay. Yeah. All right. Works for me. Or. They lose by seven. Maybe, maybe it's fucking 50 to 35. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Really. Who could possibly say? Who could say? Uh, that's all we got for this week. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Uh, every show will be on Wednesdays moving forward. Yeah. We, we had a baseball situation a little this week. Lot. We had to move the show back a little bit. Holloway uh, likes to travel. He does. So. There Thank we go. Joe. No other way we could go out than with New Mexico State and UTEP. Um, make sure to rate and subscribe the Drinking Bro Sports Channel. Tell them uh, how much you enjoyed this show, particularly the Outside Top 25. Yes. Tell them how much you love the Outside the Top 25 show. We'll be back every week giving you the picks for your team because your team is definitely not in the Top 25.